Hi, I'm George from NBI Hockey. And I'm Brody from Broly Talks Hockey. And welcome back to Winning on Paper regular season eve-ish edition. Um, we're like less than a week away from the start of the NHL season. And today we're going to kind of just give our thoughts on how we think the season's going to go. We kind of, we obviously, we did our team predictions already, but we're going to kind of go through our final four, Stanley Cup predictions, award predictions, um, some hot takes that we have, or bold predictions, I guess, for the season. Not necessarily hot takes, but things that we could see happening that we don't necessarily believe are going to happen. You know, people know what a bold take, a bold prediction is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how, how we're going to play this. Um, also, there won't be an episode next week. Um, I'm heading home back to Winnipeg for reading week and I'm not bringing all my stuff. So, uh, that's, that's why we don't be an episode next week. Cause I just don't want to bring my whole computer on a plane. Um, that's it. So yeah. Uh, how, how's this week been for you? Uh, yeah, it's been solid. Just getting, getting into the school grind. It's only been about four ish weeks for school. Yeah. So getting back into year two. So it's been, it's been very busy with school and stuff and, Got yeah, some fantasy drafts coming up. Yeah, I just had one yesterday. We had a 14-man league here. <coughs> we sat around. Um, did I tell you about the five-team trade I pulled off in fantasy football? I saw that. I'm like, how does that even work? We had we had a whole whiteboard. It took us two hours. We like we had like a whiteboard set up. We were like writing stuff down. We basically pulled off a five. And then they immediately pulled off another three-team trade with somebody else, um, two of the guys. So it was technically an eight-person trade or a six-person trade. Um, oh, cause wow. I got somebody else in on a, on a separate three team trade. So it was like, <coughs> also I've had this cough for like three weeks. <laughs> it's not going away. So I don't know what it is. I'm not sick. I think I'm just <coughs> allergic to something. I don't know, but that's been fun. I don't know. It's gotten like, <coughs> it was better for a couple days and then it gets worse. And today is one of the bad days, <laughs> clearly. Mm-hmm. So apologies to anybody listening to this episode, because <laughs> I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. But hopefully, a week back in Winnipeg will clear my lungs up. Um, yeah, let's start. I'll let you talk for a little bit so I don't die. Um, <laughs> but uh, give me your what's your final four looking like for the? Uh, we won't go through the full the full bracket, but right. So uh, if we go, if I'm just going to start in the Pacific and I'm going to go left to right to central metro atlantic uh out of the pacific i think i i have the oilers coming out of the pacific and then out of the central i think it's definitely dallas they'll do it again they'll come out of the central and then out of the metro i think it's new jersey and then out of the atlantic probably my hottest take i have buffalo coming out of the atlantic all right um yeah i'm somewhat similar to that i have edmonton and dallas as well uh in the uh west i actually have pittsburgh in the metro um they're my team that (coughs) i think can really catch fire this year (coughs) and uh i think by the end of the year they kind of figure it out i'm really high on the penguins obviously we talked about it in the metro prediction and i'm kind of sticking with that and then I have Toronto in the Atlantic. I think if, if there's a year the Leafs are going to come out of the, the Atlantic, it's this year. Uh, Tampa Bay looks worse, and Vasilevsky being out for <clears throat> like half the season isn't going to help them. Um, and yeah, I just don't think Buffalo's quite ready to make that jump yet. 
So what's your uh, your cup final? And my cup my cup final is New Jersey Dallas, and I have Dallas winning the cup. I'm gonna. Uh, do I do it? Yeah, why not? Edmonton Toronto. Let's go. Let's let's, let's ride. Edmonton. Yeah, you had that last or year. Or lose win it. That's what I had last year too in my bracket. Yeah. Um, I also had Edmonton winning it last year. I like see like I. I think the Oilers can win it, but I really don't want them to because I have 50 bucks saying that the Oilers don't win the cup this year. <laughs> I thought that was last year. Or no, it, like it's it's whenever – if Edmonton wins a cup before Minnesota, I owe the guy 50 bucks. Well, well. But this was like two years ago when Edmonton was brutal. <laughs> so, my God, this is a lock. Yeah, I I don't know about that. but <laughs> Yeah. I also have a $10 bet going that Kirill Kaprizov gets more points than Connor Bedard. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Like, it could get close, if but... You had to set, if you had to set a line for Connor Bedard points this year... 65. Ooh, okay. The line the line on the sports book is 62 and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm close so, I'd, I'd set it at 65. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably, like, 67 or 68. Mm-hmm. If I had to set a line. I think he hits... I think he, he probably... Goes over. 70. Yeah, but I don't. I think Kaprizov's um, easily over sixty-two. I'd for sure take the over. Yeah, I don't think he gets much more than like seventy-four, seventy-five. Though I think that's kind of the peak for this year, and that's amazing for a rookie. Yeah, especially with who he's playing with. Although, like the Hall Bedard Perry line has looked very good in preseason. So, yeah, and uh, in the playoffs, or no, in the on the power play, they, they look good. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It, it's going to be an interesting situation 62 and a half feels like a hit for sure Mm -hmm. um but if the line was closer to 70 i probably just wouldn't bet it because i feel like that's pretty accurate to what it will be but and again it's preseason too so it's hard to read into that but uh yeah i mean Corey perry's been on that line for a couple games and uh he had two goals a couple games ago so yeah he's gonna start the year there yeah, that's where they're going to play him, and then they're going to realize Corey Perry shouldn't be on the first line, and then they're also going to realize they don't have anybody else who should be on the first line. So yeah. he might play a significant role in the top six this year. Uh, but they're going to be fine. Yeah. So you have you have New Jersey, right? I have Dallas, New Jersey. Yeah, and then New Jersey. Won. I had Dallas winning the cup, but I'm actually going to switch it to New Jersey. I I, I think New Jersey is going to win the cup. <clears throat> I just don't trust their goaltending enough. I don't know. Just, I think it'll figure itself out. Or if not, they'll make a move at the deadline for Hellebuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm banking on. Yeah, that's fair. And if that happens. Like a Hellebuck Soros. Like if Soros goes to New Jersey, it's it's game over. Yeah. That's kind of what I like that would change my whole prediction as well, obviously. But Yeah. I just think Edmonton Toronto's fun. Like the Canadian media would have a field day and everybody who's not an Oilers or Leafs fan would just lose their mind. Yeah. So yeah, that that's gonna be. Uh, that, I don't know. That's just that'd be as a hockey fan. That seems like a fun. Like McDavid Matthews seems like a fun storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, awards. Let's go quickly through the awards. Uh, Hart Trophy. Hart Trophy McDavid's this year. Pretty, I'd say. Yeah, I'm going McDavid again. Okay, if it's not McDavid, let's say McDavid breaks his leg week one. Please don't let that happen. But let's just say, who would be your your second best? Heart I think it's Jack Hughes this year. 
I think I had him in as a sleeper last year, but I think I I, I like Hughes as a as kind of the guy to come in. Um, if things like if if McDavid isn't going to win it, I think Hughes is a good pick. Yeah, I also feel like Drysaddle might get a good look. Um, by virtue of McDavid not being the favorite, uh, I yeah. feel like that's kind of like with the times. But yeah, Jack Hughes kind of feels feels like he'll be the next one up. As for a sleeper, I don't know. Like I was kind of I was kind of thinking about this yesterday. I'm not sure who I would put in there as like somebody I could see really going off this year. Oh, I've got a I've know, got a it? good sleeper. <laughs> who is it? My sleeper for MVP is Sebastian Ajo this year. I kind of thought about that. Cuz like it's like they are a good team, but I think I could totally see him just stepping up this year. I think if uh, if the Penguins have a really good year, Crosby is a fun one. Yep. That's just kind of give them one more, one last kind of ride. Especially if they are like competing for like top of the division. Do you think if they win a cup this year, he retires? Ooh. I maybe. Like to me, it all depends how he looks this year. Like if he looks like the same as last year, he's got another like couple years in the tank. Oh yeah, he probably like even if even if he does like take a, a bit of a step down, I still think he could play for another couple years at really high level. But that that's a good question because like, do you want to just end it off on? T- I don't. There, there hasn't been enough talk about Crosby retiring for me to think that way. Like it, it's like Ovechkin has like his goal right. Like the second he breaks Gretzky's record, he's retiring. Basically, yeah. right? Like he's pretty not, much playing another two or three years after like it's just gonna that's gonna be it but like with Crosby like there's there hasn't been any talk about him or Malkin retiring at all I think Latang retires if they win the cup for sure that feels like a one that you could hammer home but there just hasn't been enough like it which is weird because Crosby is like 35 like it's just it's weird that they, there hasn't been that conversation about like hey, he's 35 is he older than 35 I think he's Ooh. 35 right Crosby Crosby well he's got to be like 38 37. Yeah, he's, he was born in 87, so he's so 35, 36. Yeah, yeah, 36. Yeah, whatever, 35, 36. <laughs> so there, there really hasn't been that conversation about him, like, hanging it up yet, which is kind of weird, because, like, you'd think that, like, he's kind of in the twilight of his career right now, and you'd have that, you'd start to kind of hear those rumblings, but... Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'd say no, depending on how the playoffs go. Right. Like if he gets like really banged up and like you could tell it was like a, a like a war of attrition for him. But I mean, if they win a cup, like he's gonna win another Conn Smythe, probably, um, which would be his fourth, because he won it in two thousand nine, right? I think. I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, and then he has the back to back, obviously. Uh, so yeah, it'd be his third or fourth. I think it's his fourth. He might like if if they're a cup contender, he might be in the MVP conversation. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's a good way to end out, right? Like, yeah. That's a good question. I like that. I like that question. Um, yeah, I, I think Crosby is my fun dark horse for the MVP. I like that. I think that's that's a that's one that people aren't really going to talk about. His odds probably aren't very good, especially being Sidney Crosby. Um, and yeah, I, I just I, I'm really high on the Penguins this year. I. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I think they're gonna be fine. Um, all right, what's the next award? Uh, Let's go to the Vesna Norris. Vesna, okay. sure, Vesna. 
Vesna? Okay. Who do you got? Who do I got? Yeah. So I'm really, really high on the stars. So I my heart wants to tell me it's Jake Ottinger, just because I feel like he's one of the last Yeah, that feels good. Dark host era. So I'm I'm gonna go with Jake Ottinger. And my sleeper, my sleeper pick is um Don't take mine. I don't think I will. Like, why do I really want to say Dev on Levi? Like, I'm just loading up on Sabres, but... Ooh. ooh. I don't know. I, I'm not that high on Devin. That's crazy. That, that's, a little, that's a little nuts. He, he's too young for it. Yeah. He'll be in the college nice. conversation, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jake Ottinger's my pick, and my sleeper is... Oh. Oh, I'm gonna go with Frederick Anderson as my sleeper. That's <laughs> it was between him or Jari. <laughs> that Frederick Anderson's my right winner. That that's who I, I think it's gonna be. If he's, I think he's game, gonna bounce back. It's not that he has to bounce; he just has to be play. Like, yeah, play that's true. Good. So if he's healthy, like I think Carolina rocks, and. I know he's he's my guy. I have the Hurricanes my present trophy pick. So, like I'm, <coughs> I, I think if if he's healthy, he he wins it in a similar mm-hmm. way to how Allmark won it last year. Just like he'll be a top like five or six goalie, and he'll have he almost has, wins. Dude, he has plus four thousand odds. Yeah, that's that's tempting. I like that. Five um, bucks for two hundred. I'm really high on this team. Uh, well, higher than than a lot of people are. Jacob Markstrom is my dark horse pick. Uh, oh, I think I think the Flames bounce back, and I have them in the playoffs as third seed in the in the Pacific. And uh, I think a lot of that's going to have to do with Jacob Markstrom bouncing back. Somehow so. he has better odds than than Frederick Anderson. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Anderson, that's a good bet. Frederick Anderson's a good bet. That's, that's yeah. Like a, that's a good long shot take right there. What's Jari at? <laughs> Jari? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tristan small. Jari is at plus 5,000. Kind of like that, the, too. The top five is Shesty, Sorokin, Soros are in a three-way tie, then Hellebuck and Ottinger. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know who's missing from that list, but obviously Vasilevsky yeah. would probably be in there instead of Ottinger if he's like wasn't missing three months of hockey. Okay, uh, Norris. The James Norris. Favorite, Dark Horse. Okay, my favorite is Adam Fox. Yeah, it feels like he's, well, yeah. No, no, I'm changing it. I'm changing it. It's Rasmus Dahlin. He's in a contract year, is he not? Uh, Is he? I think he is. Rasmus Dahlin's my favorite. And then my sleeper. My sleeper pick Chandler is Chandler Stallion. By the way, as I open up Cap Friendly, new uh, NFL or new NBA Cap Friendly page, basically. Shout out! Look, yeah, shout out! It's pretty cool. I played around with it a little bit. They don't have a GM thing yet, though, which is kind of upsetting. But <clears throat> anyway, continue. So my favorite was Rasmus Dahlin, and my sleeper is Shea yeah, Theodore. Ooh. Yeah, Theodore. <clears throat> okay, 
plus 15,000 odds. Wow. Um, this feels like McAvoy's time to win one. Uh, that's, that's who I was going to pick, too. It, like, Fox and, and Makar have theirs. Everybody yeah. seems super high on, on McAvoy, too. Like, I mean, his NH, he's like the second highest rated defenseman uh, on his side. Yeah, major shout out for that. That's huge. Which, which I understand doesn't mean anything, but also we were very close on the centers list. I want to point that out. Uh, yeah, we were. Yeah, that was, we did very well there. Um, but uh, like the, I know, I know, like the NHL ratings don't mean shit, but like the, it means that mainstream people are looking at Charlie McAvoy as a top defense for the NHL, and I think that means a lot. He's going to be leaned on a lot offensively as well because of uh, the losses of Bergeron and Krejci. Like, he'll kind of be quarterback in that power play even more. And, yeah, I mean, it's just if, if Boston's a playoff team and they're good, uh, I feel like McAvoy's going to get a lot of looks because Bergeron's gone. So the Selkie guy is gone. It means mm-hmm. something, like it'll open the door up for somebody else to kind of take that spotlight. Yeah. Uh, in Boston. Um, it, it's not really Dark Horse pick, but I feel like, like Quinn Hughes is going to like, – I think Quinn Hughes puts up, like, like high 60s this year. I think he's going to he be huge. really, really good season. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of my offensive guy. Like, if you want, like, your, like, Eric Carlson light kind of player, um, Quinn Hughes feels like, like a good... That's not really a dark horse pick, but I I, I like that, the position that he'll be in. <clears throat> I don't know, dark... Like, I don't, I don't know who I have as, like, a full... I like the, the Theodore pick, but I don't want to steal that one. I, I don't know. There's not really... Anybody who, like, immediately jumps out to me, that's not, like... Like, as somebody who could actually win it. Like, I could say, like, Jacob Slavin, but he, he'll never win one. So. Yeah. I was thinking I was thinking of Bouchard, but I'm like, I don't think he gets that many power play points to get there. Yeah. And he's like not he's that like, good of a defenseman. No, and he's, he's still going to be, like, the third guy. <clears throat> you know, like, it has to be somebody who's, like, going to be competing for that top spot. That's on true. The team. Roman Yossi feels like he, he deserves one, too. This could be kind of, like, the Roman Yossi... Like legacy he, award. Didn't he just win one? Oh no, it went to Carlson. No, no it went to Carlson. No, went to Car- yeah, what am Carlson. I thinking? Why? Why did I think that it went, went to? to uh, the year before that wasn't he had he led in points, but he didn't win it. It was uh, was it Fox that year or was it McCarr? That was McCarr last was year. Yeah, like two or two years ago. Yeah. Because <coughs> he had like it was McCarr. Points. Yeah, McCarr Fox, and then he won it in nineteen twenty. Who? At Yossi. Yossi. Oh, okay. Well, and then Mark Giordano won in 2018. That is brutal. Yeah. Oh. That was kind of a legacy one for him, though, too. Okay, yeah. so Yossi has his legacy. Who else? Who else? What's, a, what's another, like, veteran defenseman who could get, like, a legacy? Like Brent, Brent Burns, Burns but he's not the he number one. Enough. Yeah. Dougie nice Hamilton? Thing. He's not that old. If he's healthy. I could see it. He's good. That's kind of a fun one. Yeah. I mean, there's also, uh, does Petrangelo have one? I think he does. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I don't think he deserves one, but he, he's a veteran. No. But I mean, he was in our top 10 defenseman in the 2010s. So like, he's, he's kind of in that. Yeah. That like, he was in that window. Oh, oh, okay. This is a good one. This is I, like, this is not my sleeper, but it is a sleeper. Chris okay. Letang. He has no Norris. Ooh. Yeah, but he's not going to be the guy there. It's going to be Carl. Like, 
It's going to be Carlson, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely going to be Carlson, but we'll get to my hot takes soon. I have a hot take about the Penguins, that team, but we'll do that after. Um, okay. What other awards haven't we done? Uh, uh, we can easy. do uh, Like, come on. Really? Dude, if he's healthy, he's like, Bedard's going to win it. It's just a marketing ploy. That's just, the, it doesn't matter. He, he might not even be the best rookie. He will be the best rookie, but if he's, if he plays 70 more or more games, he's just going to win it because it's Connor Bedard. And if he puts up like good numbers, like, good enough numbers basically <laughs> yeah that's right that's the face of the league like there's just that's that was gonna be yeah i agree who's um, your sleeper though uh nemec feels fun if he plays hmm. um, i do like that if he plays uh same with luke hughes it's kind of the same thing um but again like both those guys can be kind of buried in new jersey so it's gonna be hard to get like the points to be there. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, Logan Cooley is going to get a lot of looks. Adam Fantilli is going to get a lot of looks. Um, Devin Levi feels like a fun one, but I don't know if that's necessarily a sleeper. Yeah, he's top five in odds. You can't really call him a sleeper. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go with one of the Devils defensemen. Yeah, I think my sleeper is Matthew Knees. Yeah, that feels... He's had a really good preseason. I just don't know if uh-huh. he'll play enough in the lineup. Yeah. He plays enough. They should play him in the top six, though. At least to start. Yeah, definitely. Especially if they're going to play Nylander at center on the third line for some reason. That's super weird. Play, like, we haven't talked about that, but that's so dumb. It's, yeah, it's strange. Like, I get... Um, I get it's the it's the Vegas strategy. It's, we have three good guys, so let's put them on separate Nylander's lines. No. <laughs> that's the that's like, like trying I understand to... putting Nylander on the, on the wing on the third. Like, sure. But, like, <laughs> it's just... I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and now you have Sam Lafferty in your top six. Don't center. Don't he's played center in the NHL. Yeah, and they're on the same line, and Domi's on the wing, but yeah, I, that's so dumb. It's yeah, it it won't last. It's one of Sheldon Keith's little like master plan things, and we'll see. It's, I think it's, I'd even see Yarncroft at center. I'd prefer. Yeah, but he doesn't bring that same like. I guess if you play Nylander on the line anyway, but like I understand the the rationale of trying to like separate your stars. Like I I get it. Yeah. But you should at least have, like, like, non-Sam Lafferty's to play on the, other, the top second line. Yeah. I mean, they could be playing Domi there, but... Yeah. They should be playing Domi there. I'd even rather see, like, Nick Robertson there. Like, at least it's a young guy with speed or something. Yeah. Like, Nice Tavares and, like, either Robertson or Domi feels like a weird line, because Tavares isn't... Like, he doesn't have the speed to keep up with that line. No, he if doesn't. If anything, you should have Tavares on the third line center spot. Yeah, with, at like, least guys like Lafford, like playing with like kind of slower, like more like build up kind of like slow build up players, like Ryan Reeves. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Selkie. Speaking of Ryan Reeves, just Ooh, kidding. Yeah, uh, you know, the Patrice Bergeron can't win this award award anymore. Do you think you could guess who the favorite is? Uh, he probably plays for the LA Kings and is number eleven. No. Oh. Kopitar's what? at fifth with plus twelve hundred odds. Yeah, that feels like a hammer. <laughs> I know it does. Like I'm gonna throw all my life savings on that because that's, that's like, come on, really? Yeah. Who's the favorite then? I have no idea. Is it Nico Hishier? Oh, really? Marner's at two, and then it goes Hishier, Marner, Pedersen, Barkov, Kopitar, Erickson, Eck. Ooh, I like Joel Erickson Eck being out there. Shout out. Me too. Me too. Shout out, Jeek. Why is, why is 
Pedersen so high? It's because he had five shorthanded goals last year. Oh, yeah, and that's, you know, defensive. Yeah. Cool. That's right. That makes Somehow sense. Marcus um, Foligno's listed, which is that's kind of a brutal yeah, take. Um, Dark Horse is always going to be Philip Deneau until he finally gets recognition for being a great two-way center. That's just the way it's going to be. Like, I'm just going to hammer that for the rest of my life. Um, yeah, I mean, Kopitar has got to be the favorite, right? Like, that's got to be the guy. Nope, fifth best odds. Yeah, that's insane. Like, I, I think that's my pick. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, come on. He doesn't have the Bergeron competition anymore. Mark Stone's fun, too, if Mark Stone plays. Yeah, that's plus 3,000 odds. Yeah, that seems like... That and that seems, seems like, realistic. Yeah, that seems like a good bet. Yeah. Because he was, like, in the conversation the last two years. Like, in the, the mainstream conversation, not just, like, the he's actually very good defensively conversation. But, like, he's been yeah. in that, that group. I kind of like that one. I kinda so like who's your pick one. and who's your favorite? Or who's your who's your favorite and who's your underdog? I kind of want to go with Stone now, actually. As your pick? Over. Yeah. I like that. Okay, let's go Stone and like Philip Deneau is my, my dark horse. He'll, okay. He's always going to be my dark horse. Jordan Stone like is that. a fun one, too. That's a dark horse. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't play enough to get it. Yeah, That's he can't third. be on the third line. <laughs> Yeah, no, he doesn't play enough to get it. But that's why Joel Erickson Eck will never win one either because he plays second line minutes. Yeah, <laughs> but six best, like six best odds, it's pretty good. Yeah. So my favorite, I think Mitch Marner's going to get it this year. Ooh. I think yeah. this is the year. He's playing on a good line. They trade him. And then, right. <laughs> no, <laughs> they trade him this summer. And then my dark horse is Rupe Hints. Because people are going to be like, that's the best line in hockey. They're so good defensively. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And he's like the underrated play. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be the underrated, the guy who doesn't hit like 80 points, the center that they have to give something to. Yeah. Yeah. He fits perfectly into that mold, actually. That's very true. Pavelski is a fun one, too, for the Selkie. Yeah. But he's not is. the center. And that's that's going to that's gonna kill him there. But Pavelski needs to win something. Give him, give him something, please. Yeah. A cop. Shout out Joe Pavelski. Yeah, that'd be great. Sure. <laughs> that works too. Okay, um, so we have the Rocket Richard next. We only have one more trophy after this, I think. What's the other? Oh, the, well, the Lady Bing. You have to talk about. Oh, okay. Well, then we have two. You can't bet on the Lady Bing. <laughs> oh, what? Really? No. Let me bet. It's the best award in sports. Um, <laughs> I just remember. I forget who, what Edmonton Oilers beat writer was, but he went off about the Lady Bing for like three weeks a couple years ago when it, uh, Slavin won it over McDavid in the bubble. Oh yeah, it was one of the. Mark Specter. It was one of the. I think it was Spe- It was one of them. Of course, it it's Specter. Mark Specter is and that was, guy. He went off with the leaving for like three weeks on Twitter. It was so funny. I remember that being a meme, but I never <laughs> like saw it. I think it was Specter. I can't. It might not have been. I think it was Specter. <laughs> it was one of those three. There's like those the three Oilers beat writers, and it was one of them. But I don't want to like. Spectre has enough shit that people throw at him. I, I, I actually don't think it was Spectre. Oh, okay. I can't I can't remember who it was. I'll look it up. I don't know. But anyway, it was, it was one of them, for sure. And it was the funniest thing. Because, like, nobody cares about the Lady Bing. Um, the Rocket. The Rocket's fun. The Rocket is fun. I, I want to go Matthews, but... Yeah. I'm going to go Ovechkin. 
I think Ovechkin wins another. Wins one more. You should put some money on that. They just go full offense on in in Washington because they're not going to make the playoffs. Like they're they're going to be kind of in that that range, but they're going to be out of it. They're just going to run everything through because they want to get this thing done like next year. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ovechkin hits like fifty ish, fifty fifty five this year. He'll get it, especially yeah. the healthy back, especially if Basham's healthy. Which he has been. He's been good. I got him in like the last round of my fan of my fourteen man like twenty pick fantasy league. That's I'm pretty solid. Really, I'm feeling real good about that. I also have him in our league too. I have him in the NBA league too. Oh. I picked him off off waivers at the end of last season. That's one sick. Of the play- one of the playoffs teams dropped him and they didn't have enough like IR slots. And I was like, I'm just gonna hold on to I'm just gonna use some of my protection on Nicholas Backstrom because I feel like that's a good enough investment for this season. Yeah. And he looks, he's been good in preseason. He has like four points in three games or something. So I'm feeling good about that. But yeah, Nick, uh, with Nick Backstrom healthy, Ovechkin is my, my pick. And my dark horse. Don't take uh, mine. I know. I think I know where you're going. So I, I think you know um, where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, Yo. Dark horse pick? No, it's not really. It's a pick. I'll go cool call. Cole Caulfield. Dark horse pick. I'll go Cole Caulfield if he's healthy. I like it, that. He's on. He scored fifty goals in like an eighty-two game pace in his last eighty-two or something like that. So like, it's not a complete. He just has to be healthy. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's a. I like that. I think I know what yours is, so I didn't want to touch it. But. Okay. So I don't think you can guess my outright. I don't think so. I think it's a little bit of a sleeper, but it's my outright pick. Jason Robertson. I think he's going to win it this Ooh. year. Ooh, I like that. I, I think like he's going to get a lot of points this year. I like I like the Jason Robertson breakout. Yeah. Well, break, breakout. Yeah. yeah. Break. And my sleeper, I think you know who it is. It's Kirill Kaprizov. I think he's oh. going to oh. do very well this year. Who do you think it was? I thought you were going to go Line. Oh, no. I don't I don't think. Line is playing center. <laughs> really? He's not going to do shit. <laughs> He'll be on Fantilli's wing by the end. Line A, Goudreau, and Fantilli? Give me Patrick. Yeah. Plus 10,000 odds. Why not? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Is it actually no. plus 10,000? I have no idea. It's probably not very good. That's Mark Shifley's odds. I don't even see Patrick Line listed, dude. Perfect. Let me hammer that. Uh, but no, that's like, yeah, Kaprizov feels... Like he could be in that conversation. I think he's he'd be more likely to get win MVP than the Rocket, if that makes sense. Um, whereas like I don't think he'll lead the league in goals, but like he's more likely to be, especially if the Wild like do have a better year than a lot of people than I'd think. Um, then obviously Kaprizov would be kind of the favorite in that. Yeah, I just um, think he had a really bad injury last year, and it really hindered him, and he still did well. Yeah. So I. I and that's mostly a little bit because I love the Wild. So I, I had to make one pick for the Wild. That's why I took Garfield. Yeah, that's how I was going to say. I'm like, oh, you're taking my route here, going for the favorite team. <laughs> hey, what's the other award? The uh, well, there's a Lady Bing, but I don't feel like picking that. Yeah, it's J- Jacob Slavin. And there's the Jack, Jack Adams Award. Has Brent- Brendamore's won a Jack Adams before, right? Brendamore? I don't think he has. I thought he won it a couple of years ago. Lindy Ruff is really funny too. That's a Jack Adams fake. 
Yeah, fire Lindy. I like that. That's it's funny. Because like I don't think like, he's the, I don't think he's like as much of a mastermind as people are going to give him credit for. But if New Jersey really pops off, <laughs> Lindy Ruff winning out Jack Adams is hilarious. This goes. This can go two ways for me, and I love either route. Either one. Yeah. Brunette leaves, and the offense sucks. Yeah. Oh, Brunette's great. Either and then Ruff plays good. It's like wow, he's actually a good coach. Yeah. Could go either way. Yeah, that's kind. I'm kind of concerned about that with uh, with New Jersey though, because I think Andrew Burnett was a big part of like. I think so too. What happened, and which is why the Predators are kind of interesting because that roster is not good, but I think Andrew Burnett's a really good head coach. I think he is too, and he showed it in, in Florida. I mean, they they literally did not miss a beat losing Joel Quenville. Yeah, like, and especially since Trotz is the GM, like if he needs. Not saying he needs help well, with too. defensive yeah. concepts. It's like, well, if, if there's yeah, someone to pitch of, in, yeah, you have one, one of the one best of defensive minds in hockey. Yeah, that's very true as well. Like that's, and I that's think that's a, running. Like the the Predators are going to be the most boring team in the NHL next year because they don't have offense. No, they have UC Soros and, and Roman Yossi. So like, yeah, they're going to be boring. But yeah, that's a fun one. Um. Okay. Hot takes. Let's go. Let's see what some hot takes here, and then we'll get out of here. Give me. Give me two. I didn't one. pick my coach. I didn't pick my coach, oh, dude. Pick your coach. Pick your coach. Don Granado. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yep. My sleeper's Dave Haxtell. Ooh, okay. We know how I feel about Dave Haxtell, so. Uh, we know how you feel. Uh, <laughs> I'm still on the fence. We'll see. Give him one more year. I need to see one more. And I'll yep. apologize. Yep. I think that's fair. That's reasonable. Yep, I agree. Brutal Ooh. Like five years. Jamie, Rees- ja- Jamie Drysdale just resigned. Oh, very much. Oh, that's <laughs> three by two point three. Oh, that's such a good deal, but they're gonna have to pay them in three years. Oh yeah. Well, maybe not Jamie Drysdale. This is kind of like the prove it. Are you actually like a good NHL defenseman contract? Um, the Zegris contract, on the other hand, is that's gonna suck. Um, yeah, hot takes. Hot we'll takes. Okay, you go first. Hey, give me, okay, I'll, I'll give you one. Um, I kind of teased it earlier with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think by the end of the year, uh, Chris Letang is the only defenseman on the Penguins' first power play unit. Um, I, I think that there's enough chemistry there between w- with what they've been doing in Pittsburgh the last little bit that uh, Carlson doesn't fit as perfectly on that first power play unit as people are assuming he will. And Chris Letang's been the quarterback of that power play for like 15 years. So it's going to be hard to kind of lose that. It is possible that Carlson runs kind of as a fourth forward on that power play instead. But uh, I think Chris Letang doesn't drop off in points as much as people think, because he will still be on that first power play unit running it. And it's more likely, I think it's actually more likely that Carlson has his own unit uh, by himself where he can actually just go off like he did in San Jose last year. And that's what they should do. Yeah, that's that's my hot take. I don't think I think the the power play. I think Carlson has a very good year, obviously, because I'm super high on the Penguins. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be the power play that people think it is going to be by the end of the season. Yeah, that's one. My hot take. Uh, it's hard to think because it's just like random hot takes about all the NHL. I want to say that. See, like, part of me wants to say Connor Bedard doesn't have the most points on the Hawks, 
because I think that's a fun hot take. But I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. You don't. It can just be like a bold prediction. You don't have to necessarily fully believe these. Okay. All right. It just has to be like. It has to be something that could could happen. Okay. You could this, see this... like if it happens, you like. All right. Okay. I think Zach Benson's going to play the whole year with the Sabers. That's one. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm going to buy That's all fun. his rookie cards. <laughs> That's fun. Do you think Savoie plays the whole year in Buffalo? He's injured. He won't. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, and I think okay. Benson's better than Savoie. That's yes. another hot take. Yeah. Sure. I guess it's um, not a hot take. But. I think Savoie's more NHL-ready than Benson, but I think Benson's a better player, if that makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, one more. Let's go with – now, I don't necessarily believe this, but I think it could happen. Three of the four division winners from last year missed the playoffs. Ooh. That's what we're going with. And if you want the teams, Vegas, Colorado, Boston. Vegas, Colorado, Boston. That I would put money on as missing the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, could, I could totally see all three of those missing. Exactly. And there's narratives for all of them. There's Boston's narratives. Boston's the most obvious. Boston, um, yeah, Boston's obvious. Colorado. Colorado's a mess, and they're an injury yeah. away from their season exploding. And yep. Vegas didn't add anything, and they just won the Stanley Cup and could have a major Stanley Cup hangover. Yeah, sure. and maybe Aiden Hill's not good. You never oh, know. Yeah, that's good. Yep, that's that's also very that's a very real possibility. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, that's a nice hot take. I like that one. Three division win. Now I don't actually do that. I do the I Colorado and Vegas both make the playoffs, but you know I could see a world where that's the case. Yeah. So there you go. This isn't. This isn't really a hot take, but I think Marc Andre Fleury retires at the end of the year. <laughs> That's like the opposite of a hot take. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Let's go with a hot take then. I got another one. I got another one in the chamber. Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck both don't get traded at the deadline. Do either resign? And both don't resign. Okay. They lose both of them. Yeah, that's, that feels like it, it's very much going to happen. Yeah, because the Jets are stupid. Yeah. Well, they didn't trade him yet. So, and like, the, that's the thing is, like, Winnipeg is going to be in the playoff contention, and like, you're not going to trade if they're in a playoff spot at the deadline. They're not going to tank. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't that doesn't make sense? So, like, they should have done it this summer, as we've talked about multiple times. It should have just been done this summer. But, and like, if you look at their roster, like, like I look like. I'm going to the preseason game tonight, so I'm looking at the lineups. Okay, so this is Thursday for everybody listening. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the lineups, and I'm like, oh, man, like this team could be decent. Like Connor Shifley, Velarde, that's not the best first line in the world, but that can do it. No, but he's, oh, yeah, it's good. <coughs> Ehlers, Perfetti, Niederreiter. I love that. Sure. I follow Lowry Appleton. What the heck is Appleton doing in an NHL team? Uh, and then Baron, Kupari, Nemesnikov. Like, that's a solid forward core. <clears throat> yeah. And I think Appleton probably loses that spot to somebody. Yeah. I, um, literally anybody. Yeah. So, like, that's not really... Who's the second line? What's the second line look like? Uh, it's Right now, it's I follow Perfetti Niederreiter, but Ehlers yeah. is hurt. So, Ehlers is in I so follow Ehlers spot. would be that Appleton spot, basically. No, Gustafson would get cut. David Gustafson, yeah. I think. But like, but because they love Appleton, like they they'd move Appleton. Yeah, but he'd be like the thirteenth forward. No, and Ehlers would play. He'll play on the third line. So then who doesn't? Oh god, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then on D, Morrissey, Demello. I actually like mm-hmm. that first pair. 
Sandberg Pionk. I mean, hopefully mm-hmm. that balances Pionk and that Dylan Hainola. Mm-hmm. I think Hainola's, they might move on from Hainola's Schmidt. Looking very close to making. Like, he should. He's been their best defenseman in the preseason. Yeah, he has. Weird. And he's, every game he has been their best defenseman that he's. Yeah, playing. and yeah, that rocks. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's almost like he should have been playing last year. Yeah, um, or or the year before. You know, when he played yeah. eight games and he had like six points. And he's awesome. Yeah, like, and he's he's quarterbacking the second power play, so I think he's all but made the roster. And the yeah, Jets, like... They're playing him as if he's going to make it. So Stanley's going to yeah. be waived, most likely. I hope so. And then, unless they can move Schmidt... They um, might try and move him, because I don't think they'll want to put him in the press box all year. Because he has a lot of money. No, but ha- they put the- no, I don't think that's the problem. I think they don't want to waive Stanley. Well, no, that's the don't. issue. Yeah. I think they, they'd rather move Schmidt, but I don't know if there's they can find a trade partner in three days. Like, that, just, that seems... Unlikely. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to trade for Schmidt. So it's most likely Stanley's going to get waived. He's going to get claimed by somebody, and then. Do you think he gets claimed? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Really? For sure. You think yeah, Bernard Docker doesn't get claimed, but Logan Stanley does? Yeah. Well, Logan Stanley's seven foot five, so yeah, he will. Wow. Will take. In the same way that somebody signed uh, Tyler Myers because he's big, and sucks. Yeah, Stanley would claim for sure. If he doesn't, I'd be shocked. I'd be very really. Scared. There's. there's like, I'd be surprised if Stanley doesn't get claimed. There's there's wow. enough GMs out there that's going that would value Logan. I wouldn't claim him. Okay, good. <laughs> but that's what I was there, thinking. There's enough. No, there, there's enough like GMs out there that would value Stanley's intangibles enough yeah. to give him a shot. Especially some of the bottom teams, like a team like Chicago. I could see doing it. I could see a team like Arizona taking a shot on him. Um, there's a couple other teams that like San Jose, uh, possibly. Because he's actually probably one of their top six defensemen in San Jose. Uh, yeah. Like, unironically, he's, like, the fourth best. He'd be the fourth best defenseman on that team, most likely. Um, so, like, yeah, I think that there's enough there um, with those intangibles that somebody will take a shot on him. Yeah. But I, I was also surprised that Jacob uh, Docker didn't get claimed. So, you know, who knows? The NHL is weird. There was like that one year where like everybody went through wafers and nobody got claimed for some reason. Uh, that was the the COVID year, and it was it was strange. But so yeah. I don't. know. Maybe there's just a waiver. I don't. Who knows? But so I, think I enough there. Yeah, I just took a look at how many teams can claim Nate or can trade for Nate Schmidt with their current cap if no assets come back, which is kind of unrealistic. Is, which I mean, yeah, but what do they get back? Like I don't know if there's enough, unless you're getting like a, like a. Uh, who's like you don't want a defenseman. Yeah, yeah, but who's the guy that like you, you might have to though? Because I don't think there's. It would have to be a, a for the Jets could roster that isn't very good, or a defenseman they have to roster. Yeah. I don't know. Why don't they just do both? Trade Schmidt and put Stanley away first. Yeah, that's the obviously the team the best trade thing for, like, for the team. Tucker Pullman. That, that'll be. Your do, do you think the Blackhawks would trade for Nate Schmidt? Uh, if they're getting a, a pick back, yes. They have 13 mil. Sabres have eight. I don't think they take Nate Schmidt. Buffalo probably doesn't because they need the money. Ducks have seven. They don't need him. Yeah, but they might do it for a pick. It depends what the pick is. Chicago right. is probably the most likely because Chicago could take. They need salary for next year, too. Yeah, and San Jose has nine. That's why I think Arizona's interesting, too, because Arizona also needs salary for next year. So right. that, like, they feel like probably the most likely. I don't, I think they'd have to take, they'd have to send money back. Um, the problem is Nate Schmidt has a trade clause. Yeah, that's the thing. Florida also wonder, has enough I cap. If, I wonder. Yeah, but I don't think they do. Um, 
I wonder if playing with Connor Bedard is enough of an incentive for Nate Schmidt to leave Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, which kind of sucks because he like, waived his no trade to come here. Now we yeah. got to get rid of him. Kind of feel bad. But yeah, he's, he's the odd man out because Hanola should make the team. Hanola's been like by far the Jets' best defenseman in preseason. I yeah, and they don't want to trade Dylan because he's their best penalty kill defenseman. Dylan and DeMello are. Yeah. So there's no way they move yeah, on they from him. And, and he's two mil cheaper. So I need them. I need them to play together again because it's just too much fun. Like, come on, Dylan DeMello as a pair. Like, that's just that's great. That is funny. It's it is fun. fun. I like it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep them together. Or Samberg. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's... Samberg and Dylan. Then it's Dylan Samberg. <laughs> there you go. That's There's a lot of one. Dylans on this team. Yeah, Brandon Dylan can't can't get traded just because of that. No, that's the only reason. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he has to be there forever. Um, but yeah, I'd, like, I don't know, it's an interesting situation. I don't know what happens. I think it's most likely they just wave Stanley and they keep Schmidt for now. And they just yeah. come out in the summer. I think that's that's kind of what happens. They keep him as the seventh defenseman. They play him. He plays like 30 games and they wave him in the summer. Or they buy out last year of his contract, I mean. Yeah. That feels like the most likely situation now. Because I don't think the Jets are in a position where they want to be giving up high round picks either. No, because they're probably going to have to tank after Especially they lose Especially without what's happening with Chife and Hellebuck. Yeah, and like giving up next, a second round pick this year doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and next year Ehlers is done after like after this year. Yes, like not like he has one full season after this one. That's so confusing. And then Connor's the year yeah, after no. that. Yeah, no, you don't. You can't be giving up picks to dump salary. You can give up picks to trade for players and try to win this year, but like trading a second round pick to dump Nate Schmidt doesn't help them win this year. Right. So I think he just gets bought out in the summer. But anyway, that's uh, there's your Jets talk for the week. Uh, <laughs> they're an interesting team. What can I say? They're, they're they got a bunch of moving pieces. They're it's they're not that good. Interesting though. Like they could either be really bad or really good. Yeah, but they, that just makes them fun. Um, and there's a ton of questions about this team that none of them were answered this summer. But <laughs> that's fine. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the regular season preview episode. Um, like I said, no episode next week, uh, but everybody's going to be too busy watching the opening of hockey anyway, so it, you wouldn't be listening to us. Um, but we'll be back a week after that uh, to kind of recap the first week and a bit of the the NHL season. Um, yep. So where can they find you, Brody? You can find me on Instagram at Broly Talks Hockey. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at MBI, uh, MBI Talks Hockey. Um, MPI Hockey. Um, <laughs> And uh, obviously, you guys follow the podcast. Still can't get into the YouTube. I don't know what's going on. I've tried contacting Google. They're not getting back to me. But full videos are still available on Spotify. So if you want to see our pretty faces, uh, just watch it on Spotify. Um, And uh, also on Apple Podcasts, we're there as well. Make sure you rate, review uh, on both because that helps us out a ton. And Mm -hmm. uh, follow the Instagram, the TikTok uh, for clips and other things. And we still haven't decided what's going to happen to Brody once purely to doesn't hit 73 points, but we'll figure that out. Oh yes. Yeah. Please, uh, please DM the Instagram account. <laughs> everybody listening DM winning on paper and we'll put it to a vote. The first four we get, we'll put it to a vote. How about that? Uh, yeah. As long as it's nothing illegal. Um, ah, that, that's not a tight rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the first week of the season and uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks.